1: now here's a highlight from coast to coast am on iheart radio
0: we are back with ali siaditan documentary filmmaker think again productions thinkagainproductions.com and you can screen his uh, documentary ufos angels and gods for free uh but he would appreciate a a donation if you like what you see and that that helps him continue his work we were talking ali about the alien abduction phenomenon how that relates to uh, biblical prophecy, uh, and the, uh, I guess, the, you know, the, the, the days of, uh, Noah, um, the, um, the dream by, uh, Daniel, uh, where he sees the, um, this, this huge, uh, statue and, uh, it's got a, um, uh a, a head of uh, gold, uh, chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs uh, of bronze, legs of iron um, and then its feet, partly of iron and partly of clay. How does the um, the iron and the clay relate to um, let's say the modern day alien abduction phenomenon and this this final
3: empire foretold by, Daniel? Um, It says that they will mingle their seed with the seed of man, and it will not adhere, and then it launches into the clay and the metal being mixed. And there's different interpretations as to what that could mean. Um, uh, Some see, you know, the clay as human and the metal as angelic. Um, It's something that's, you know, an extension of Um, the empires of the fallen angels, because that's really how the world was was created, the world order was created. Uh, When you go back to the cradle of civilization, you see that it was um, uh, these beings that took hold of certain cities, and they anointed priest-kings. You know, people were not organized around priest-kings. They were organized around uh, patriarchies, like the heads of a tribe. But suddenly we see the birth of cities, which is really these places where these priest-kings were ruling out of these ancient temples. The pharaoh of Egypt is probably the most famous example of a priest-king. And they then gave their laws, and they chose these uh, uh, priest-kings, and they gave information that was the basis of of the world order. And that kind of continued all the way uh, into the empires, the Babylonians, the Medo-Persians, the Romans, the Greeks, and all of that. And so the idea is that there was something from the fallen angels at the basis of the world order, and that's kind of represented by the metal, and the clay is man, because man was made out of kind of the dust of the ground. Clay, you know, was shaped by God, and life breathed into it. So um, the commingling of the seeds, which is mentioned right in the verse before, is seen by many as essentially what the clay and the metal are talking about. They're talking about the fact that these bloodline of 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 these Nephilim, of these giants, both the bloodline from ancient times that, that has produced many kings and many lines of powerful people, as well as the modern-day hybrid phenomenon, the modern-day re-emergence, on a mass level of the creation of these Nephilim or hybrids, this is what the clay and the metal are talking about. And and it says that there will be ten kings that will emerge out of the mixing of this clay and and this metal, um, and it is in the days of these kings, you know, that God will come and establish his own kingdom. So, so it seems that the mixing of the clay and the metal, if it is really... Essentially, about the, the mixing of the bloodlines of men and fallen angels. It leads to ten kings, to ten rulers. And this is something that's also mentioned in the book of Revelation: ten horns. So, this is what is ahead of us in the prophetic landscape. We are to look for these ten kings. Uh, now, are they going to be leaders of countries, leaders of corporations? This is something we're going to see as as the world, you know, continues to take shape before us. I suspect that there might be a global economic collapse, like kind of the 1930s, and that is when people all around the world look for strong leadership, and that would really be kind of a fertile soil uh, for these kings, uh, you know, to, to emerge uh, out of the blue. Uh, what the passage in the Bible itself says, I'm going to read it to you. Um, it says that in the days um, so where you saw the feet in the four kingdom as the toes of the feet were and as the toes of the feet were part iron and part clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. Where you saw iron mixed with clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. So it does really suggest that this iron and clay mixing together is related to the commingling of the seeds. That goes all the way back to really the book of Genesis and the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman and the parable of the wheat and tares and all of that. And then it says, right after, it talks about the commingling of these seeds and the iron and the clay, it says, "...in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms of the statue, these empires of the world, of men and fallen angels, and, and the kingdom of God will stand forever." So when we see these ten kings, born of the commingling of these bloodlines, rise, and we have so many examples from the ancient world of, of Nephilim kings and rulers, ruling in regions and in, in you know, larger cities. Gilgamesh, for me, is the, you know, the, 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 the really great example, the king of Uruk. He's mentioned in, in the Sumerian list of kings. When we see these ten arise, then we know that we've taken a giant leap forward because one of them, will be the antichrist the, out of the antichrist will rise from these ten kings that's what the bible says so when we're seeing this phenomenon appear over us and the creation of hybrids we know that we're you know this is another sign a major sign that says you know that the, the return of israel and all that's happening in the world is the birth pangs of the second coming of the lord and the armies of heaven and the ushering in of a utopia on earth so this is this is you know this is the end of a disease and the beginning of a healing. So that's one thing we should always think. I think think of the beautiful, uh, the good, the happy ending, and uh, that the forces of God are far greater, and that everything is under control. That these are the signs of the times left for us to be awake and understanding and discerning. You know, so so that's I think what's going on here.
2: Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the break, Iran increasing its aggression. There's a lot of global instability as we plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold, and the Birch Gold Group can help you with that. As opposed to many other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty and is an important part of diversifying your savings. It's part of my savings strategy, and here's how Birch Gold can help make it part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just text COAST to 989898 for a free info kit. With an a rating with a Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, thousands of happy customers. Text COAST. To ninety-eight, 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 and claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold today.
0: So let me get back to Daniel's dream uh, and and the statue. So you've got um, the the this, 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 this figure, the image, the image's head is gold. That would right. be the they all correspond. The body Babylon, parts that's Babylon. Babylon. The, Babylon, the chest and arms of silver. That would be Persia.
3: Medo-Persia, that's why there's two arms, the Medes and the Persians.
0: Okay, you've got the belly and the thighs of bronze, that would be Greece?
3: The, yes, the Gre- kingdom of Alexander and his four generals.
0: Right, you've got the legs of iron, that would be Rome.
3: Yes, the two and then- the two sides of Rome, east and west. Right, and
0: then the final empire uh, of uh, the feet, iron, and partly of clay. In other words, right. this is the the empire that is going to be run by the hybrids or the um, basically the, the, the fallen bloodlines. angels.
3: Yeah, exactly. The two bloodlines are going to mix. This is the final empire, and it comes out of Rome. And so, when you look at modern day Rome, and you go, "Well, you know, where is modern day Rome? We know where ancient Rome was, but where is Rome today?" What happens in the West, uh, The R- Rome divides into two capitals, Rome and Constantinople. so West and East. So the the, the Western Rome uh, becomes the empire of Char- Charlemagne. You know, he's a frank ruler, he comes from Germany, and he creates a Holy Roman Empire, that's what it's called, of Charlemagne. And from there, there's a succession. There's, you know, the Spanish, uh, the um, Portuguese, the French under Napoleon, and then the British rise to power after Wellington defeats Napoleon. And then, you know, the British Empire lasts until World War II, when we really see the ascendancy of the United States out of the Western arm. So I would say that the scepter of Rome, Western Rome, you know, stands in the District of Columbia today, and that's why all the architecture, you know, there's a whole website you can go on that talks about how Thomas Jefferson, you know, wanted things to be done according to Roman architecture. The The capital is meant to be like a secular temple. It's a, on purpose designed around the idea of a Roman temple and Roman architecture and the whole concept of a Senate and the whole concept of a Republic. I mean, all of these things are very Roman. We may not realize that even our language is filled with Latin words and concepts. Then in the East... Constantinopolis um, is conquered by the Ottomans, uh, the, the Islamic Caliphate of the Ottomans in 1453 and the princess of the house of Rome, of Constantinopolis escapes to, to Moscow and the leaders of, of Russia declare themselves to be the third Rome. They say, we will now carry the scepter of Rome. And so the Tsar, you know, it's the, it's the Slavic work for Caesar, the, the way the Germans say Kaiser, but we in English use the actual Latin. We just say Caesar. Uh, but, you know, they say Kaiser, they say Tsar, and then the, the Russians adopt the symbol of the city of Constantinople, the two-headed eagle of Byzantium, which is to this day on their shield and flag. So modern-day Rome goes from Moscow to D.C. through the European capitals. And, and there's a lot of things that I could say that would explain that further, which I think would take us away from the conversation. The people can go on my YouTube channel, there's, there's more videos and more coming, and, and subscribe to it, but this is modern-day Rome. And now what's interesting is that 2,000 years ago, when Rome attacked the city of Jerusalem and destroyed the temple and scattered the Jewish people, God had an ancient protection around the Jewish people that went back to the Abrahamic Covenant. He had said that whoever curses them will be cursed, and whoever blesses them will be blessed. And so when Rome did this, God scattered Rome as well into many different pieces, and that's why all these heads appeared, you know, the, uh, the French and the Spanish and the Portuguese and... and and the German, and and the Russians, and and the English. But then, God has brought his people back, and Jerusalem is reunited under Jewish rule, you know, in 1967, a very key date, actually, when when you understand the system of dates. And now, Rome can reunite. And that's why I think that's another reason why the Ten Kings, the Ten Toes, are ahead of us, as they will emerge from this reunited Roman Empire, at a time where Israel has returned, and this permission is given to them to reunite, and then one of them will be—it's called the little horn. You know, there's—that's another system of, of of symbolism. They're called toes in this statue and horns in another vision, and one of them, the little horn, actually—you um, know—is going to be the Antichrist, and he even makes the angels of heaven fall down. It says that he does wars with angels. It's very interesting what's ahead of us. Uh, so I think well, the UFO phenomenon is going to continue to, to be part of our culture going forward. We've
0: got about two minutes before the top of the hour, and then after the uh, break we'll uh, open up the phone lines and take questions and comments for Ali Siadatan, UFOs, angels, and gods. Very quickly, though, uh, will the Antichrist present himself as uh, some you know, extraterrestrial here to save humankind?
3: I think that that's the, the deception because that's antichrist in pseudo Messiah instead of the Messiah, It is a pseudo savior. So that's what the UFO film propaganda has been all all the way from this Genesis in the in the late '40s that the saviors of the world have arrived, and we continue to get that feeling from many groups that are really into disclosing this uh, this project of of UFOs, and they continue to tell us that the saviors of the world have arrived. And that's the impression everyone is being given. That's part of the self-disclosure. And so I can see a scenario in which he presents himself as the savior of the world, that he says, I have this connection with these beings. He does, he does lying signs and wonders. They give us gifts. They give us technology. And he says, it says that he's going to make fire come from the sky and do lying signs and wonders. And then, you know, say that the one that's on its way, they're the bad aliens. They're the bad guys. They're the ones that gave you religion. They're the ones that want to dominate you, the ones that gave you all these rules. And so when I'm your savior and he is he is the bad guy, A kind of a good cop, bad cop scenario where everything gets reversed. And the deception has already begun because millions, hundreds of millions of people already believe in the aliens and believe that they are here to help us. This is the beginning of this deception. and It's already taking root. That's why I'm Going ahead and saying, yes, but guys, there's a biblical view that tells us differently. So just buy or be aware.
1: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.
0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?